Daily Mail, Monday, July 20th. Does driving matter to you? Driving with the windows down? The wind blowing through your hair? The smell of pine trees and fresh asphalt? You look forward to these moments when it's just you in the road, no distractions, handling every curve, feeling every nuance of the road. So ask yourself, does driving matter to you? If it does, we build cars just for you. Because to us, driving matters. Must. Figured I'd, I'd start you up a little sexy on a Monday morning with a new Mazda read. Get the, the pheromones going. Get you girls all hot and bothered. That's right. It's an aphrodisiac. Daily Mail's an aphrodisiac, bitches. So right now, your boy looks kind of like the Nutty Professor. Uh, as per usual, something related to my flawless body. Having some sort of allergic reaction to painkillers. So uh, right now I'm I'm like I look like the Nutty Professor when he's half transformed, when he's like half Buddy Love, half Professor Clump, and like it one arm and one leg are like and all fat, and the other is like normal and skinny. That's what I look like right now. So uh, yeah, I flew too close to the sun on wings made of Dilaudid, and those melted, and now I'm paying the price for it. So there's your lesson, kids. Fucking don't do drugs. Uh, we begin today with this weird-ass soccer player. Uh, I don't even really know how to say his name. Colo Toure, I, I guess I'm going to say it is. Dude has had a dog for seven years, and he's never touched it. Colo Toure has explained to the media his bizarre confrontation with a koala bear during Liverpool's ongoing tour of Australia. The Reds have spent some meeting time of their adoring fans down under this week, and many players were photographed with the cuddly Aussie mascot. But the mere sight of a koala bear sent the, uh, the Iv Ivorian, I guess, if you're from the Ivory Coast, Ivorian, Ivorian, running off in terror, refusing to go anywhere near it, much to his mate's confusion. Asked about the incident, he said, quote, I'm not really a big fan of animals. It wasn't anything against koalas. I've had a dog at home for seven years, and I've never even touched it. I can't look at animals. I can, I can look at animals, but I can't bring myself to touch them. This dude, I don't know anything about soccer, but this cat right here has got to be the Ron Artest of football. How do you have a dog for seven years and never touch it? How do you have a dog yet have, like, a petrifying fear of animals? <laughs> That's the weirdest shit I've ever heard in my life. I mean, I can understand if you go, like, a koala is pretty cute. You should probably be down with just, like, snuggling with a koala and taking a picture. I can understand if you're afraid of, like, big animals or scary animals or dangerous animals or, like, reptiles or some awful shit like that. I get that. But koalas? I mean, koalas are kind of like pandas. I can see koalas fucking you up if you if you cross them the wrong way. Like, oh, look, it's like this snuggly little marsupial. And then it's, all of a sudden you're getting, like, mauled by a koala. So I can understand some dude being like, you know what? I'm all set on the koala front. But to own your own dog for seven years and never touch it. Truly cementally disturbed behavior. The, uh, there's the Wellington Pooper, as he's known in New Zealand. And uh, he's been pooping in tunnels, and he explains why he did it. The man who delayed the opening of a busy tunnel after pooping on a road had a simple explanation for his unsavory act. The drunk man had a foul surprise in store for maintenance workers, and morning motorists when he entered Wellington's Mount Victoria Tunnel on the main state highway 1 
on Thursday, June 11th. Newly released documents show traffic management staff were packing up cones when a man approached from the Basin Reserve end and was allowed through the tunnel. He entered the tunnel like normal, but soon Wellington Traffic Operations Center alerted a suit site supervisor to a man in the middle of the tunnel who had his pants down. The supervisor entered the tunnel to find the man had defecated on the road. Asked for an explanation, the man said, quote, well, how many times do you get to fucking shit in the tunnel? They say he was clearly drunk. Hey, dude, I got an answer for you. You can pretty much shit in the tunnel whenever the fuck you want. Like, how many times do you get to fucking shit in the tunnel? Is your direct quote? As many times as you want, really. Like, I'll find you a tunnel right now. You can just walk into it and shit in it. There's really not going to be anyone to stop you there. By the time someone gets there to stop you from pooping in a tunnel, you will have already pooped in the tunnel. We're not talking about, like, Halley's Comet here. We're not talking about, like, a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity to do something. We're talking about, like, you've got a shit. There's a tunnel. You can just walk into that tunnel and take a dump. 100 times out of 100. Now, eventually, they might catch you on camera, or, like, I guess in this case, this guy was drunk and he couldn't get away. But let's not act like shitting in a tunnel is some big fancy to do. We can all poop in tunnels, all right? Wellington pooper. New study shows which country has the biggest penises in the world. I'm sure this is not a new study. This is always the same study. And they just get recycled. But whatever, it's funny to talk about the dick sizes of people, so I still keep using it. Uh, out of the 80 countries they looked into, uh, they've determined that the normal penis size is 5.5 inches, which is why I know this is kind of like a, a repeat, because I've definitely seen that figure before. Average penis size is 5.5. Which I gotta say is a win for most of us out there. I think five five is very attainable these days for a male in twenty fifteen. I think we're all. I think if you're a normal dude, obviously if it's average, but I, you know I think five five is good for chicks. I think it's good for guys. So I'm happy to hear that. I thought average was gonna be like you know six and seven eighths or something, and then you're kind of like, well, what's going on here? Uh, South America is the most well hung mainland at six point three six inches, while North Korea, no surprise at 3.8 inches, which is just tiny, 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 tiny dick. Uh, we didn't even, Americans did not even achieve the worldwide norm, and we came in 61st out of 80. Now, here's where I think things get funny, because we've all measured our dicks. Don't act like you haven't measured your dick. I've measured my dick many times. I do not remember the size, and I know that seems like a cop-out, but I did it when I was very young, like you know, going through puberty. And I just don't really remember it. Maybe I'll measure my dick for you like right now today and then you can actually have a number. But you've all measured your dick if you're a dude. If you're saying you have it, you're a liar. The funny thing is how you measure your dick. Now, like one time I broke out a ruler and I jammed that ruler. <clears throat> I basically like stabbed myself in like my lower stomach to push it like all the way in being like, no, 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 that's technically where your dick starts. Like all the way on the inside. So that's where we're going to make the starting point. Like, like basically a, a fucking ruler in my gut, almost like drawing blood. Being like, okay, that's, you know, that's, that's bottom to tip right there. That counts. Or I've done it with a string, too, where you, I've taken, like, a string, like some dental floss. And, again, I go from, like, the very, very tip at the very, very bottom. And then I almost, like, wrap it around the tip because I'm like, well, you know, technically it kind of comes to a point. So you can't exactly tell where it starts. 
So I wrap like I wrap like the fucking string basically all the way around the tip of my dick. I'm like, oh look at that, seven inches. How about that? Yeah, man, it's because you made like two lefts and a right. You got the thing squiggled, and you're basically starting like around your back, and you're measuring it around the edge of around the tip of your dick. Doesn't really count that way, Kevin. The 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 uh, criteria here was uh, uh, pubic bone. See, that's what I'm saying. The tip of the penis to the pubic bone. So like, you got to get all the way to your fucking bone. So that's not so bad. It's not like I, I totally lied. And then the, the the Democratic Republic of the Congo rocking 7.1 average. That's just, that's crazy. Only 3% of men worldwide are more than 8 inches. So, you know, it would be nice to walk around with an 8-inch hammer. But to be honest, I don't think it's that great. It's kind of like a blessing and a curse. It's cool because chicks want to fuck you. It's kind of bad because when they do actually fuck you, they really can't handle 8 inches. I don't know. You know, it's uh, it's like an episode of Twilight Zone. Usually Charlie edits these things, and I have him cut down a little bit on the rambling, like that last Twilight Zone line, where I'm just kind of just like, all right, the dick talk has gone on long enough, it should be cut. And he usually just kind of tightens them up. Charlie's not around today, so you're just getting like a fully uncensored, long-winded version of Daily Mail today. Deal with it. Uh, Demi Moore, or Demi Moore, I don't know how to say it. She, uh, well, there's a dead dude found in her pool. The body of a 21-year-old man was discovered in the swimming pool of Demi Moore's Beverly Hills home on Sunday morning. People has confirmed it was reported by TMZ. Officer Lopez of the LAPD tells people that they do not suspect foul play and assume that the death was from drowning while they await the toxicology report. Lopez added that the victim had been uh, attending a small gathering of five to six people. Moore, 52, which is crazy that she's 52 because she's still sexy as fuck. An absolute rocket. Uh, She was not home at the time. She was traveling out of town. Police tell people that her assistant was present when the body was found. She, she released a statement saying, you know, it sucks and all that jazz. Um, well, that's some shit, huh? You go on vacation, you go on like a business trip, and you come home and there's a dead, dead dude in your pool. That's how you know the party went wrong. Not trying to be insensitive here, but like you kind of ruined the party, dude. You died and you ruined it. Everyone was having fun at Demi Moore's house while she was away. Kind of like the assistant was like, yo, come on over. We'll party in the mansion. No, man, she doesn't care. It's cool. We'll clean up before she gets home. She'll never know we're even there. Boom, dead guy in your fucking pool. I remember when I was a kid, we kind of did the same thing, minus to me more. We partied at uh, like a, a friend's house whose parents were not home. And the cops were called because the neighbors knew that nobody was home, and yet there was still like, you know, five or six fucking teenagers in the backyard drinking beers. So we get in trouble. And we go home to my buddy's house, and uh, there's his mom, Ethel. This is uh, the Big Wheeze, for those of you who follow me on Twitter and know know me from the beginning. This is the Big Wheeze, his mom, uh, Big F. And Ethel's whole thing, the reason she was so mad wasn't the trespassing, it wasn't the underage drinking, it wasn't like the recklessness. She said, in her Jamaican accent, what if someone got murdered? And we laughed at her. Forever. We've been laughing at her for the past, like, 20 years. Like, hey, Ethel, remember that time you thought someone was going to get fucking murdered at our party and that's why we were in trouble? Well, boom, here you are, Ethel. 20 years later, completely vindicated. Some fucking dude face down in Demi Moore's pool. Ain't that some shit? I really... The pain. <laughs> Between now that I'm doing, like, anti... Uh, I'm doing, like, Benadryl as well as some of the other pain medicine. It's just getting even wackier. Maybe I should just switch over to weed altogether because apparently marijuana can heal broken bones, says the new study. Marijuana helps heal broken bones faster. 
The Times of Israel reports that the researchers found that rats with broken bones healed much quicker when given the non-psychotic marijuana component, cannabil cannabidiol, or CBD. They found that the bones not only healed quicker, but were also stronger and more resilient against the repeated fracture, meaning the bones treated with marijuana were much li less likely to break again. So there you have it, folks. Smoking weed basically turns you into a superhero. Your bones, you are, you are, if you smoke a lot of weed, you are basically Wolverine. You have an adamantium skeleton. Your bones will heal faster. They will not break. Keep on smoking weed. Apparently, you know, nothing here about allergic reactions from weed. Maybe that's what I need to do. Just switch off this hardcore pill shit, all this narcotic stuff, and start smoking blunts. So, just one more check in the, in the pro column for weed. Everybody legalize it because there's a million other good things about it, including all the taxes and the money you can make. But also, boom, heals broken bones. That's the fuck I'm talking about. I'm out of here for the day. Uh, I'm probably going to go to the hospital. I'll see you later.